I want to speak to us about restoration. Restoration of a backslider. Praise God. Backslider. Restoration of a backslider. Um, and I want to read uh, a text from the book of John chapter 21. The book of John chapter 21. <clears throat> Let me start from verse 1. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way, Simon, Peter, Thomas, also known as Didmas, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I am going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, We will go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that, that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they, said, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. When they did, they will when they did, they were unable to haul the nets in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153 in number. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to, this disciple, to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Verse 15, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? Yes, Lord. He said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt. Because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you are young, you dress yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands 
and someone else will dress you and breed you where you do not want to go. Praise the Lord. I have read that text because I want to base my sermon with the title Restoration of a Backslider on one Peter. And Peter, who was a disciple of Jesus, called by Jesus out of his profession as a fisherman, together with his brother Andrew, John and his brother James, and they abandoned their profession for three good years to follow Jesus, to be discipled by Jesus. And a time came and Jesus left them. He was killed. And that messed up the equation. Because these guys who had followed him for three good years, they had followed him and some of them had an agenda. Christ knew what he was doing in them. And he didn't hide anything to them. But all their hope was in, on him. But he is now. He has died. He is on the cross. He has also resurrected. But his presence. Is very unpredictable. For he chooses when to appear before them and when not to appear. And he would appear and disappear. And they had no knowledge where he, he goes to. So they could not be able to locate and say, so although he resurrected, he is still with us. And we are told. One of these occasions he appears to them and then he disappears. And Simon Peter, together with others, other disciples, six of them, were together. And Simon decided, I am going back fishing. Actually, what Simon did, Simon decided to backslide. And go back to his profession. He was not going back to look for food only. It's not that they had no food that night. Simon told the others, for me, I am going back fishing. In other words, I am done. Yes, we were with him. I'm sure, I know he has resurrected. But... I am not ready to live with this uncertainty. He took off. The unfortunate thing is that Simon was not just an ordinary person. Simon was a leader. Was a leader. And when he said, I go fishing, the other said, if you decides to go fishing with all the knowledge and the revelation that you have about who Christ is 
And when I say that, you remember in book of Matthew chapter 16, when the Lord asked, whom do people say that I am? And the disciples answer, some say you are Elijah, you are John the Baptist, you are one of the prophets. And then he asks, but you, whom do you say that I am? It was Peter who got the revelation. And he said, you are the Christ. And Jesus would tell him, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. It is my Father in heaven. So, what am I trying to show you? I'm trying to show you that Peter was not just another person. Peter walked with the Lord. Peter knew Jesus. Peter heard from God. Peter received revelations. So, don't dismiss him as just another member who's just a member who sits Together with others. He is a leader. And not just a leader. He walks in revelations. If you want, you can say he was even a prophet. Because for him to be able to know that this is Christ without anybody telling him who he is, then he's prophetic. But whom do we see? what do we see? The same person throwing the towel and saying enough is enough. I'm going back to what I used to do. Why did Peter backslide? Why did Peter backslide? Peter, I believe one of the reasons why Peter went back. Peter was a very strong-willed person and he was also proud. Because he was strong-willed, he was proud. Why do I say he was proud? Go with me in the book of Mark 14.27. This is what the scripture says. You will all fall away, Jesus told them. That these are the disciples. After the last supper, and they sang a hymn, Jesus looked at the disciples and he tells them, you will all fall away. In other words, you will all desert me. And he says, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, that was the shepherd is Jesus, and the sheep will be scattered. But I, after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. Now look at this. Jesus has already told them, you will all fall away. Yeah? Because he knew what is going to happen. They will desert him. And it had been prophesied upon that when the shepherd is stricken, the sheep will be scattered. When Jesus will be arrested, his followers will run away. They will not want to be arrested together with him. But here comes one, Kiberebere, strong-willed, very proud. Everybody else can fall. But me, Peter, I fall away? Never, never. Self-confidence. 
that is built on pride. Everybody else can fail. But I cannot fail. Everybody else can miss it. But with my training, I cannot. How many times do we behave like Peter? How many times do we say, anybody else can miss it but not me? Anybody else can fail but not me? We are so confident with what we have and who we are. That's how Peter was. Me, Peter? Just the other day, you congratulated me. And you said, on this rock, you will build your church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. How then do, can I fail? Jesus, you missed it. For once, hata kama tumekuamini sana we ni mwana wa Mungu hapa ume umepotea mimi siwezi kukuasha how many of us many times we are so confident we believe in ourselves our experiences everybody else can miss this but i cannot I want to submit to you even the greatest can fail. There is no human being who cannot fail and fall away. Never say to yourself I have been here for 20 years. Never say to yourself I have walked with the Lord for this period of time. Never say to yourself I am a prophet, I am an apostle, I am a pastor, I am an intercessor, I am an evangelist, I am an elder, I cannot fail. You can fail. And you can fail because of self-confidence. And I'm not saying it is wrong to have self-confidence. It's very good to be confident. Wherever you go, expect it. In interviews, we pass because of our self-confidence. But, if we fail to realize that behind the strength that you have, there is a supernatural being who helps you to become who you are, one day, you will fail. Because the moment you refuse to recognize the ability, his, his ability to help you, then you depend on yourself, you depend on your strength, you depend on your, your experiences, you depend on your resources. And it is very possible for you to fail. Peter failed. Listen. Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. And then listen to Jesus' response. Truly I tell you. Jesus answered. Today. Yes, tonight. Before the roster crawls twice. You, yourself, will disown me, not once, not twice. But three times 
she will have disowned me. Before the roster closed two times, you will have denied me three times. That's the Lord telling him. Did he get the message? No. If he had gotten the message, he would have said, Lord, forgive me. I need your strength. I wouldn't want to deny you. But he was confident in himself that I will not. But did it happen? Did it happen? You know it happened. Yeah, look at verse 68, 66 of the same chapter 14. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant's girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked closely at him. You also were with that Nazarene Jesus, she said. But he denied it. I do not know or understand what you are talking about. It is the same night. Jesus said, it is tonight. Remember, it was the same night that he said, I, Peter, everybody else can desert you, but I am not deserting you. In other words, some of the other uh, gospel writers said, he even said, I am ready to go to jail with you. And even to die with you, if it means death. But look at the same guy. A small girl challenged him. Looked at him on his face. You, you, you are with that Nazarene called Jesus. Hey, young girl, are you out of your mind? And you can imagine Peter being the guy he was. He must have looked at her with very wild eyes and threatening eyes. You are out of your mind. I do not know him. So, he doesn't know him. He has already denied him. First time. And went out into the entryway. In other words, he denied and disappeared. So that the girl does not challenge him again. When the servant girl saw him there, <laughs> she followed him into the entryway. She said again to those standing around, now she is not facing, she is not telling him. She is telling everybody, those standing around. This fellow is one of them. Yeah? This fellow is one of them. Again, he denied it. Same guy. Denied it. This is a backslider. He's fully gone back. He's denying. He is lying. He knows him, but he's denying. Why? Fear. And that's the other element that makes people backslide. Cowardice. Fear. Hmm? The other time, after a little while, those standing near, now those standing near, say to Peter, the same one that was standing next to him, surely, <laughs> my friend, you are one of them. Or you are a Garidian. You are one of them. Hmm? Even your name betrays you. Remember? Your name betrays you. 
Yeah? Your face betrays you. You are a Galilean. And in any case, you've been seen with this man. I don't even know where even the, the soldier whose ear was thrashed was. That would have been the first one to pull him out. You're lucky. It looked like the soldier did not go to the courtroom. Immediately. And okay, that's verse 17 saying, he began to call down curses and he swore to them. <laughs> I do not know this man you are talking about. Can you imagine now? He began to sow curses. Even cursing. I do not know this man you are talking about. I have never been associated with him. That was the third time. Immediately, the roster crawled the second time. Then Peter remembered the words of Jesus. The words Jesus had spoken to him. Before the roster closed twice, you will disown me three times. Has he disowned him three times? He has disowned him three times. Let's give that as a background. Pride is one of the things that made him go, go down. If only he had realized that he needed the Lord to help him in his weaknesses. When the Lord said, all of you will fall away from me, what he would have done is to pray and to ask the Lord, please, Lord Jesus, I have followed you three years. I have known that you are the Christ. Even if circumstances may come that would cause us to fall away, please help us. That's where he missed it. He didn't harbor himself. He believed in, in himself. And many people backslide. Not because they do not have the strength to soldier on. They backslide because they believe in themselves. They don't depend on God. They trust their ability to do things on their own. They trust on their giftings. Some. I am a prophet of God. How can I backslide? What you are forgetting is that you are a prophet of God. But you are a human being made of flesh and blood and you operate in that flesh and blood and that flesh and blood can take you backward. Never trust yourself. Never trust your gift. Trust the owner of the gift. Amen? Trust the one who created you and made you in his image and likeness. So that you will always depend on him. And not on yourself. Not on your strength. Not on your knowledge. Not on your provision. Not on your resources. Because even the resources come from him. You may have all the money in the bank. But banks also corrupts. True or false? You may have the best piece of blood with everything in it, but El Nino also comes and destroys everything. Even buildings fail, collapse. Even aircrafts come down. 
Even Titanic. Was it called Titanic or Titanic? Even that one, which they had believed that even God cannot sink it. It sank, and I'm told, before it sank, they were warned four times by even other ships, you are headed on the wrong direction. Though there are people on the deck dancing themselves. It is even said that even when it started sinking and the water was wherever, the ones on top were not aware of what is happening. They were still dancing. Self-confidence. Brethren, we were created by God. Amen? Everything we have is from Him. We have to continue to learn to depend on Him and not on ourselves. I'm not telling you not to work hard. Work hard. You have heard me. Say, tell people, work hard. Go to school. Study. And some of you that need to go back to school to earn the next degree because there is grace for you to study. Some of you need to invest more because there is grace for you to invest. Amen? But even if we go back to school and attain that degree and another one, and with that doctorate and another one and another one. That does not change you. You are still a child of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Peter failed because of pride. The Bible says in the book of Romans, not Romans, sorry, Proverbs 16, 18 says, what pride goes before what? A fall or destruction. What about a haughty spirit? Before a fall, pride will bring you down. It comes before a fall. We need to be very careful. Because opportunities will come our way to exercise or to demonstrate who we are. We'll be given opportunities. We'll find ourselves in the midst of people and we are the only one who knows what to do. Be very careful how you sell yourself. Because if you allow pride to precede you, the next thing that comes will be fall. We are being warned. If Peter could backslide, any one of us can backslide. But, very quickly, the other point would I say is being a coward. If you look at Mark 14.54, Mark 14.54 says what? Peter followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. In other words, he never wanted to be associated with him. Even before he died, he denied him. He was already several meters away from him. In other words, he followed him at a distance, light into the courtyard. He didn't want to be associated with him. There are times that we run away from God. We don't want people to know who we are. We don't want to be associated with him. We keep distance. That also contributed to him denying him. But, to close very quickly, because time is up. If you look at John 21, 
from verse 15. The same Peter now, who after denying Jesus has actually gone, gone fishing, back to his profession, but he gets nothing, which is also a reason for us to learn, that learning away from God does not guarantee you victory. Running away from God does not guarantee you success. Deserting church to join the world because it seems there is a lot there does not guarantee you that you'll make it. I can tell you something. There are some of us that are We've been marked by God. Even if we try to go anywhere else to do anything else, we will not succeed. God will not allow you to succeed outside Him. But you'll be shocked that others will succeed. Yeah? Don't you wonder? Even the psalmist says, wonders why. Yeah? The ungodly prosper. You fight them prospering, becoming billionaires. Yes, they will prosper. And you, you join them, you want, thinking that you'll also prosper like them. Even the little that you had, you disappears. Yes. Why? Because God loves you so much. He doesn't want you to be like them. Because you do not know of what spirit they are made of. And where their resources come from. Do not attribute every success to the Lord. Even the devil has ability to bless. And he does bless. But you are different. So Peter goes fishing. And the whole night. And this guy is a profession. And he is not alone. He is joined by the sons of Zebedee. James and John who are also professionals. Fishers. Fishers. And the whole night, they get nothing. And the morning, Jesus appears. Praise God, Mama Moy. The Lord appears. The best fisher, man that you'll ever have. And he looks at them, says, hey boys, have you caught anything? No. Just throw your net on the other side. And they can, could not even be able to pull the net back. Where were those fish? You want to tell me that they had not gone round the same place? They had gone round the same place. But who is the center of everything? Who wants everything? So when you are bad on him, thinking that where you are going, you are going to get what you are looking for, even what you are looking for disappears from you. Because even what you are looking for knows that for it to be there, it depends on Jesus. So when you have no blessings from the Lord and you try to look for resources, the resources disappear from you. Because even the resources knows that for them to be where they are, they depend on the giver. And it is our Father who art in heaven. Be careful. But, let me close with this because I want you to understand. That though this man is a bus rider, Jesus has not given up on him. That's the message I would like you to take home. 
When they had finished eating, verse 15, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The other time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt. This time he is hurt. Why are you asking me three times? Hmm? Jesus asked him that the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Why was Peter hurt? Peter was hurt. And I'll tell you why he was hurt. Those three times that Jesus was questioning him, he could remember. Each one of them, he denied him. So when the third time came, that was the climax. He was remorseful. But he was not able to express it again because of the self-confidence. You know it, Lord. That I love you. You know all things that I love you. But what was Jesus trying to do? Jesus was helping Peter. He was trying to restore him back to his position. By reminding him, you denied me three times. Three times you will confirm that you love me. Praise the Lord. Jesus was restoring a backslidden Peter. Why did Jesus restore a backslidden Peter? Because Peter was chosen. Peter was called. Peter was anointed. And Jesus was not going to waste the anointing, the investment he had put in this young man, because he knew his capacity and what he will do, despite his weakness, and was ready to help him. That's why Jesus restored him. And Jesus restored Peter. And Peter was restored. Because a few days from that time, in the Pentecost, after the Pentecost, the same Peter, when the cloud came out and they were questioning them, saying these fellows are drunk, Peter came out and he delivered his first sermon after Jesus had left, had, been, had gone to heaven. And he was so bold that he reminded the Jews, this same Jesus, the one you crucified, is the one behind what you are seeing today. And the Bible says they were so touched, plucked into their hands, that they said, what shall we do then to be saved? And the Bible says he told them, repent each one of you and be baptized. The same Peter. Praise the Lord. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this to encourage you. God has invested in you. You cannot afford to waste the anointing that the Lord has put in your life. By going back fishing, by going back to the things that you used to do. Yes, you know very well that you have no capacity. You have no strength to be on your own. You need to rise up and come back to the Lord. Praise God. You are important in his eyes. Not that... Do you think that Jesus 
couldn't have raised someone else instead of Peter? Do you think that Peter was indispensable? No. He could have raised John. He could have called anyone else. But Jesus is not about to do that. Praise God. Why do you think God still believes in humanity? Why didn't he destroy everybody and create other, other people? Because he has the capacity to do so. But he is still following us. He is still coming to you. He is still talking to you. Why? God has interest in you. You are not an accident on earth. That's why you cannot be allowed to mess up yourself. To live the way you want. To live a careless life. Come back to your position. Stop wasting yourself. Stop wasting yourself. What is it that can satisfy you? Nothing can satisfy you. These guys went fishing. And for the whole night they caught nothing. They were professionals. They had nothing. Try to be on your own without the Lord. You will not go anywhere, my brother, my sister. We will see you going down. Until the day you realize you need to come back. And there are many in this house today. Praise God. Oh, pastor, I'm not like Peter. I've never backslidden. Most of you have. How many times have you denied Jesus? How many times? A situation. How many times have you compromised? How many times have you failed him? But he has not deserted you. He still loves you. He still comes back to you. Praise the Lord. Self-confidence is dangerous. Trusting yourselves is dangerous. There is nothing that you have. And I keep and I like that portion. I keep repeating. There is nothing that you have that you are never given. So do not be proud of anything. Humility is the key. He raises the humble, but he brings down the, the proud. If we want to prosper, let us be humble. And even in the world, it is those that are humble that the Lord elevates. We want to prosper. We want to grow. Let's practice humility. Humility is not a weakness. It's the ability to manage strength and power. Amen? And that's what you need to. That's what makes a difference. When Peter realized that humility is the key, the guy harbored himself. He joined the rest of the team and they waited at the Pentecostal. And Peter was transformed, was a different person. It is said that day, his first sermon, about 3,000 people were converted. The second time, he goes to the temple and there is this lame man and he tells him, silver and gold I don't have, but such as I have with humility, rise up and walk. What did Peter had? Jesus. He now recognizes there's nothing I can do without Jesus. And he says, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the lame man who has been lame for years is healed. And God is given glory. We are told the crowd gathered again. And the same Peter took the opportunity to witness to the crowd, to talk about the same Jesus. And he said, you men and brethren, you are wondering by what power this man has been healed.
It is the same Jesus whom you crucified. It is his name that this man has been healed. The same Peter who had backslidden now exhorting Jesus. You still have a chance to exhort Jesus, my brother, my sister. Amen? Do not allow the devil to pull you down. You can rise up again. You can say no to sin. You can say no to temptation. You can say no to that which is holding you. And you can rise once again. Peter did it. Praise the Lord. Jesus loves you. Peter became part of the foundation. Why was Jesus restoring him? Because he had invested in him. And he knew on this rock this is going to form one of the bases, the foundation of the church. Today we are here courtesy of Peter and John. Amen? He never gave up. He was restored. But when he was restored, he lived for the Lord. Once you are restored, my sister, then say enough is enough. From now henceforth, I'll serve him. Irrespective. I'll bear the shame, yes, but I'll serve him. Praise God. Restoration of a backslider. Has a backslider been restored? Even you, if you are a backslider, you can be restored. Jesus paid the price. That's why he could not allow Peter to go down. He had already died for him. He had become sin so that Peter can become righteous. Jesus became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians 5.21 Are you like Peter this morning? If you are like Peter, allow Jesus to restore you back. Amen? May the Lord bless you. Let's stand on our feet. To give you an opportunity. This is, a, this is the kind of message that we all need to receive and just go back to ourselves and remember the moment that we have deserted the Lord and tell him, Lord, help me and forgive me. Give you a minute, please. Each one of us need to get back to the Lord. Each one of us need to examine ourselves. You trusted in your, in your resources. You trusted in your ability to move things, to make things happen. You've denied the Lord. You've gone back fishing. You want restoration. Ask Jesus to restore you. And if you're saying you want to be restored, be honest with the Lord and ask for restoration. If you have backslidden, you knew the Lord, but you no longer walk with the Lord. This is a good time to get back to the Lord. Between yourself and Him, just go back to Him. He's ready to forgive you. If you've never known Him as your Lord and Savior, it's an opportunity also to say, Lord, I want to come to you. Father in heaven, I want to thank you this hour. You are good, Lord, who loved us even before we knew you. You loved us. You paid the price for each one of us. For we were lost in sin. But you became sin so that we can be, become the righteousness of God. Lord, I pray that you forgive us. In our midst, there are backsliders, oh God. There are people that have gone back fishing. There are people who have disowned you, Lord. Denied you, King of glory. 
Today I pray for restoration. If you are saying restore me, just lift up your hand to the Lord. If you are saying, Lord restore me. He can see those hands. Yes, thank you for being honest. Father, you can see those hands. We are saying restore us, O God. Restore us, Jesus Christ, back to yourself. There are times we have denied you. There are times, Lord, it's been so hard for us. And we have done things that we shouldn't, shouldn't do. Lord, restore us. Restore each one of us. Receive us back to yourself. Give us the strength to do the right thing. Help us, King of glory, so that we don't deny you again. Anoint each one of us with strength so that we can do the right thing. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I bless your name for loving us and caring for us. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord protect you. Please, you've been restored. If you ask the Lord to do so, don't go back fishing. Now go out there and serve the Lord and honor him with all your strength and everything that you have. In Jesus' name. Amen. Should you feel you want to? Because there are some times that it is necessary to talk to someone else concerning what you are going through. You may, may be in a situation, you know, you've been in a backslidden state, and you need help. I'm available. You can come and see me. Or anyone else, a leader that you can trust, that you can go and see and say, Pastor, I need help. We shall pray together. We will not condemn anybody. It's not, we are not in the business of condemning. If Jesus could restore Peter, any one of you can be restored. God bless you. God bless you. Please share the word of the grace with your neighbor. Hold the hand of your neighbor and now say, May the grace And forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day.